0: Thank you so much, BBS Radio. So here we are live on the internet worldwide. Welcome to this show on the fifth day of January 2022. As usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. And someone else joined in. Welcome to you. Please say your name and location. Positive greetings. Hi from
1: Sedona. It's Raiden.
0: Welcome Raiden.
1: Uh, Raiden. Thank you for being with
0: Hi everyone. My pleasure. pleasure.
2: Terry, are you feeling better?
0: Probably muted. Let's see, we have an echo. You do. Coming through BBS. <laughs> BBS I will mute your phone
3: line. Go ahead. Muted. What was your question? Is it Don?
2: Yeah. Are you feeling better?
3: Yeah, I am. Yeah.
2: We, we did an intention exercise on you subject. Uh you were their target on Saturday, so I don't know. Helped or not.
0: We had someone else join in. Okay. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate the location. But of course, I'll leave you want so we welcome you.
2: Did anybody happen to listen in the Coast to Coast uh, last night?
3: No. What did they have
2: on us? My um, named John Lash. Welcome to the call. Jack, see your name and location.
4: Hi, Don. It's Bonnie in California.
2: Bonnie, welcome to the call. Hi, Bonnie. Where are you. Hello. Um, there's a guy named John Lamb Lash. He's talking about Gnosis or like sort of like the Gnostics, like a modern oh. and paganism. Oh, I was the First hour, or so, but it was. Uh, he was really good. Interesting. Uh mm-hmm. huh. So not everybody would appreciate what he was saying. on Saturday on the first, uh they had a guest, uh, welcome, Good
0: to, the welcome
4: at- to the call. Would you like to say name of location? Name and location. Jody first. in it well. Hi
1: Jody, Hi, welcome.
3: Everybody. Hi, Tony. No. Hi. On
2: Saturday, they had a guest, Kristen Gillespie. She was very interesting. And uh, she has two free movies you can see on YouTube. One of them is called Deconstructing Consciousness. Uh, you can watch it for
1: free. It's a like three-hour documentary. Good, Good to you watch evening.
2: It. Welcome
0: to the call. Please say your name and location.
1: It's Wynn in Sedona. Welcome. Hi, Hi,
0: Wynn. Hi, everybody. Hello to everybody on
1: BBS. Are we on BBS yet? Yes, we are. You're listening to a conference call that we broadcast on BBS Live. And it's a really interesting call because we have sources on the other side who are very wise, extremely wise, and deep. And they're answering questions that people submit. And the questions are submitted to questions at intelligent infinity.com. Questions at intelligent infinity.com. And we're going to start in about two minutes.
0: All right. Hey,
1: Wendy. Welcome, Chris. <laughs> When I hey,
0: submitted
2: hi. a question. Hi, Chris. Hey, um, hi. Uh, when I submitted a question, two for myself got got and one for and one for uh C J on my uh, Proton.
1: Okay.
0: Good evening. Welcome to the conference call, please say your name and location.
1: Roger in Austin.
0: Hello Roger, welcome.
1: Evening, Hi. Hi, Donna.
0: And the next caller, welcome. If you want to feel free to say a name or location.
3: Uh,
0: Abby. Hi, Abby. Good hi, I'd like
3: to. Um, hi, Abby. Hi. What was um, that boo that Lauren was talking about on Sunday night? I didn't hear the whole thing. Somebody clarify for me what was that about?
0: Don, the mic goes to you. What? I'm I'm handing the mic to Don to explain to you.
2: Okay. I didn't hear it. Sunday night. I don't don't know. I didn't hear it. Well,
3: it was, it was it about a coronal night. mass ejection,
0: right?
4: And it was about it what? not hitting us as a planet, which was a very good thing. And it was about the energy going past us and how we could harness that to use it for good for um, supporting whatever our causes, you know, are all the different things that we usually support every night,
3: um, and that we could uh, focus on that and, and use it for
5: good. But was there a particular incident that happened? Because he mentioned
6: it was a major, mentioned- a re- major coronal mass ejection from like the southern hemisphere it
4: was like a, a huge evidently compared to normal one
0: and I, I believe Lauren just joined in good evening Lauren howdy, howdy. Uh-huh. we're, go- Hi,
1: we're gonna be we're gonna be asking about that tonight okay so just all tight' All right. <laughs>
0: Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location.
3: Hi, it's Janine from Salt Lake City.
0: Welcome, Janine.
3: Hi, everybody.
0: And welcome to all of you listening in online through BBS Radio. Happy Wednesday. Please stay tuned. We will be taking off in just a minute. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. We say name, bro. Okay, your second line, all right?
1: Um, I think we'll start, okay?
0: All right. Today it is January the 5th, 2022. Here we go. And let me also do the phone line. So here we go.
6: The recording has started.
1: This is January 5th, 2022. Wynn and Terry in Sedona, Arizona. A number of people are on our conference line, a number of people are on BBS Radio. And some of the people that are listening to this are going to be listening to the replay. And we are going to be asking questions to what's a conglomerate of two group souls, the Elohim group and the Ra group, both of them in very high dimensions of the universe. The Elohim group, say they don't have bodies they're energy units that can expand and contract and they can be this is what they say that they can be as big as the universe and as small as an atom many people who are on our calls feel an energy on this call and they say they are here energetically and Tonight, they'll also be talking to us through my partner, Terry Brown, who is what's known as a channel. She has a sensitivity to things on the other side, and I've known her for years, and she's had this sensitivity for years. But never have we talked to anybody in that time that I had known her in the past. And one day, she woke me up in the middle of the night and said, get a tape recorder out. And a voice came through her that said to ask them questions and identified itself as the Council of Elohim. When I Googled the word Elohim, I found things like one of the names for God in the Old Testament, the name the Mormons use for God, and the creators of the universe. Now, that was pretty hard to believe, and I actually didn't believe it. But I said, if it's true, it'll prove itself to me, and it did. And we've been having these communications for years. Many people have had life changing experiences as a result of this connection. And the other group soul identifies itself as the raw group. And they are a group soul that is, used to have physical bodies in this realm. And then a certain, they graduated. In other words, they didn't have any more karma in this realm, and they went to a higher dimension, and they grouped together and started helping people who were still stuck in reincarnation. And the Elohim group is more powerful than the Ra group, and the Ra group has certain areas of wisdom that the Elohim doesn't have, because... Because they had the experience of being in this realm and being trapped in this realm, which most of us are, whether we know it or not, we're trapped here. Just one moment.
0: Let me quickly mention, if you're listening in on BBS radio, right after this show at 7 p.m. Pacific, we all go over to a different conference call, so we change phone lines, and BBS will join us on the other phone line at 7 p.m. where we do our daily Whole Planet Healing conference call. So after this show, please hang in there if you're interested and listening. Listen in to our open healing call.
1: Thanks. And the reason we do that call is because, in addition to answering the deepest questions you could imagine, these sources both have the ability to um, cause shifts in the physical dimension that look like miracles. And we've had many, many miracles. And a whole planet healing, we don't channel. They're on the call energetically. And our planet needs a lot of help right now. So we ask for their help and support. And it's got a really good vibration. And people oftentimes tell me, they start listening and their whole mood changes by the time the call is over. So you can check it out and see if it works for you. And on that note, I think we're we're ready to start. Let me see if Terry is there. Terry?
3: I'm here.
1: Okay. And you're ready. I mean you're not ready. Terry's not ready. Cause she never knows Well,
3: what I'm I'm right. a I'm ready to be ready. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, you can't really prepare for this. I mean, well, I for No, you can't because you don't
3: know what the questions I, are and you don't know what the answers yeah. are. <laughs>
1: well, I have people send me questions and then I compile them and we ask the questions and uh, and. When you ask a question, they say they have to go look at your matrix to answer your question, okay? And um, when they do that, it leaves a trail, okay, and that you start to be able to Follow that trail, and you might be able to connect with the energy of the Elohim. I mean, they can connect with anyone that wants the connection. and we're creating opportunities for that connection. You don't have to believe anything, you don't have to believe anything, I said. The best response is to be curious and see if this guy is legitimate. And if they are who they say they are, how can it benefit your own life? So, on that note, we're going to start out with what I call an invocation to the light. And that is uh, kind of requesting their presence here and putting a protective energy on this call so we keep anything negative out of it. Father, Mother God. We ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person on this line and on the replays and on BBS and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy. Radiating from the center of the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to anything not of that nature must leave now and do we have our sources present.
3: Yes, we greet you in the light of the one infinite creator. If we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense to you, disregard it. As we are only here to assist and we can only assist uh if what we say makes sense to you and it's something you can use. We are here to assist on the evolution of your pet, and we do it by um, getting questions that you want to address and <clears throat> we check and our um, assistance in answers that may be helpful to you. We come directly to you. We don't come through the telephone line. That's where the voice comes from and that's where uh, the DBS radio comes from. Uh, But we are there before that. We take a moment and we structure ourselves so that we're available to everyone in the listening audience who wishes to uh make connection. Do you have questions?
1: Yes, we do. And thank you for coming in tonight. And our first question is um I don't know Is from Alan and in Old Bridge, New Jersey. Yes. Thank you for your continued loving kindness. I am very grateful. My question concerns my friend Jeff Lichtenstein, who passed on recently. Was he able to enter the portal and move on into a place of peace and serenity I celebrate my friendship with him as does Charlie his beloved friend Charlie was a special little dog in Jeff's life I am so grateful to you for Joy's help to guiding him to the portal and through the tunnel of light Uh, now we don't have any confirmation that that's so, but um, maybe it is. You can comment. Thank you, thank you,
3: Alan. Thank you. This is available to him and his trajectory toward uh, moving into the uh, heavenly realm. This is available to him. There's aspects of him that are still um working through the um withdrawal and, and the um source that he had and the pain that he experienced. Uh he <clears throat> in some ways doesn't want to let go of it and perhaps at the higher state can work with him on this. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Next question is from Joy. About three years ago, I was with my husband in one part of my home, and the next thing I knew, I was standing alone in another part of it. I had no idea where he had gone or why I was standing alone, where I was recognized, where I was. I recognized that I was next to my closest, but had no idea where my home was located. And I'm not sure what she means by closest there, but that's how it reads. For two hours, he tried to help me recognize where I was by taking me around the house and showing me different objects. I have no memory of him doing this. Finally, after two hours, as we drove to the emergency room, I gradually began to recognize where I was.
3: Yes? Yeah.
1: All my vital signs were normal, and the doctor had no idea what had happened. The event was labeled global amnesia. I felt very tired, but normal after the event. Would it be helpful for me to know what happened? and where I went, did I leave my body, and why I did it. Love, 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 Joy.
3: Thank you. You transitioned into another um, time space, and this transition was a place that you had been before in the past, and you felt that the connection with that space. You needed to go there, and gradually you came back as you reoriented.
1: Thank you. I have the sense that we can exist in different dimensions simultaneously with being in this dimension, and it's a very, for me, it's a very subtle experience, and when I look for it, it feels like I'm doing that. Can you, can you talk about this idea?
3: It is possible there are different layers um, within your um, spiritual side and in the physical side and in the past when you have been in different lives. At some point uh, you could move right into another space, time, where you had been before where your tension was, and your focus could go with you. It is possible that you could, as a large spirit, inhabit more than one body or be a higher self for more than one body and be able to experience all of the, those the two different locations at the same time. Uh, there are many possibilities uh, for the spirit.
1: Do a lot of people do
3: this? Mm-hmm. Well, um, everyone has their foot also on the spirit side, where this life is piggybacking off of the spiritual side. Uh, many people think that it's the other way around, that, um, the spiritual side piggybacks off, uh, their physical side. However, it is the other way around. Uh, there are many experiences that are available. Uh, and as you, um, your attention focuses or even divides between two different lifetimes uh, or locations, uh, you have, uh, gain experience on your path.
1: When somebody comes to our calls and they learn about all of these things, does this accelerate, potentially, their evolutionary path?
3: If what we refer to resonates with the individual, it can be to greater wisdom or more uh, spiritual growth in a certain area.
1: Thank you. Question from Raiden. He's wondering about his stepson, stepson, Eli Renek, who crossed last month on the 18th in San Diego, California. Anything you can tell me?
3: Thank you. His, um, aunt is uh, working with him and he is responding. Uh, and also, uh, you, in messages you have sent and prayers you have sent, this has been very helpful to him. He is coming around like a little child. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Next question is from Bonnie Pinners. Could you explain the significant solar event that occurred and how our sources may have addressed and utilized the resulting? Energies for the greatest good. That's, just, that's assuming that you did do something with it. Uh, uh, how can we as a group, or on a personal level, maximize any beneficial potentials if available? I deeply resonated with the idea as Lauren presented it on last night's call. And experienced a significant pressure to my forehead after a kind of tap on the head. Thank you for this opportunity for more understanding of the Law of One, Bonnie Penners.
3: Thank you. What is being put uh, when uh, Bonnie is referring to is the mass. Uh, Coronal ejection it occurred on the Sun, where the Sun uh, exploded off a huge um, ejection of energy uh, into the lower sphere uh, and, and into the space. It even covered the space um, in a um, uh, research for the words, um, lessening, um, uh, sphere, uh, as it went out from the sun. Uh, this energy then was, um, as Lauren suggested, uh, utilized by a number of people. On the call, this, uh, um, the grid healing call, where um, each individual is, uh, projecting into a hologram. Each individual, uh, is interfacing with, uh, a hologram, uh, which is input into by many different sources. Uh, so everyone has their own hologramic experience, and they are uh, feeding into the creation of it. So um, a number of people on the call were able to tune in to the uh, energy that was released from the sun, which was is... Um, as it's still uh, migrating away from the sun it is very uh, good pure clean energy that when one turns into they are able to reaffirm it in their own hologramic sphere and to increase their ability to um send healing uh to send uh, might say good vibrations, um, uh, prayers, uh, mm. manifestation of um peace, and, uh, the uh, recovery and healing of, uh, society and individuals. So, uh, a number of, uh, of people on the call and us were able to use that energy to propel and give thrust to their own uh, individual prayers for the planet and other people.
1: Okay. So, is it necessary to call attention to that when we're doing our whole planet healing call? Is there an advantage to that? Or does it? automatically um, shift the energy because of the
3: current. There is some automatic shift, but it is good to call attention to it. So people in their um, calling in of the light and of their prayers can um, uh, bring in that energy into their sphere to add to their um, the impact of, of what they're praying for the highest.
1: And another thing, when we do whole-planet healing, we we do call attention to the earth, but we never, or very rarely if we do, call attention to the sun. Is there a, a benefit to the sun if we call attention to
3: it. It is good to call attention to the sun and to I send it a good connection and, and prayers and love. It is good. It helps the connection with the sun. The sun is in, in your solar system is the central ruling agency of the solar system.
1: And the sun is also conscious, a conscious being, like the Earth is.
3: Yes, it is not the same sort of uh, consciousness, although it contains elements of it. Uh, it, um, uh, We we are are speaking very rapidly, but... The vocabulary is missing (laughs) here. The uh, photon release, the um, the, uh, um, processes that the sun goes through, um, they are all uh, an element of its consciousness. During
1: the time of Akhnaten, the sun was kind of in a focus of attention as being worshipped. What was the reason for that?
3: It was the local star body. Um, the local uh, attention, every day the sun comes up and then the sun goes down. Uh, it was focused attention. Uh, the whole day was regulated by it, and the sleep patterns was important to life. Whether your crops would grow or um, whether there would be help in the cities, uh, it was very important, and it is very important to life.
1: Okay. Next question. This is from Don Herman, which of our bodies, soul body, etc., are we likely to be in, be conscious in, while dreaming? How similar is the dream experience to the being dead experience?
3: That's a good
5: question.
3: <laughs> D- these are different. There are different influences. Other influences can come in to your dream experience. For instance, if you go to sleep and you leave the radio on or you fall asleep in the middle of coast to coast, and then you may begin dreaming some of the materials that are being played upon the radio. Uh that is one kind of a dream, uh, and then there can be other influences where spirits uh, can uh, contact you, uh, We um uh, might uh, provide a series of dreams to you uh, in an area which you are asking to learn more about uh, areas which you need more experience in, which would um, give you a situation in your dream uh, that you would um, practice going through and uh, solving uh, a situation uh, in a way and getting practice while you're dreaming um, in ways to solve a situation. it can be um, aspects of uh, our group that could be getting in touch with you uh, to answer something that you were um, asking about or wanting to know about. Um, it could be uh, the 50 a recollection of a childhood experience or a past life experience that would uh, exhibit itself in a dream.
1: What's the difference between dreaming while you're sleeping and daydreaming?
3: Um, They can be quite similar. Uh, usually, uh, at night, when you're dreaming, uh, like while you're sleeping, it is a deeper, more whole or spirit, uh, adventure or, um, uh, projection or experience. I when you're daydreaming, uh, you are in the same, uh, depths of uh, subconsciousness.
1: hmm There are some people in some cultures that have the experience of dreaming together with other people. In other words, they are in the same dream experience at the same time. Are they actually in an astral realm when this
3: is going on? Yes, there are some civilizations that do this as a solution to problems. Um, They can present the problem and then uh, several of them can move into the sleep mode and they can uh, interface while they're asleep and attempt to uh, work out The uh, in the dream situation, the problems, and each one then gets to input his own experience or uh, knowledge toward the solving of the problem. And it can even be um, dreaming with more than one person, and then calling into higher sources uh, to be a part of the dream experience. To explore ways of handling certain situations.
1: Is there scenery that could be the same for both people?
3: Yes. Okay. The um, visions can be the same.
1: Here is another one from Don Herman. If the heart chakra is a vortex And a vortex is a tunnel, and a tunnel connects two places. What places are the heart chakra
3: connecting? Uh, The inner self and the outer world.
1: Okay. And it would have to be the heart chakra is located in your body. And, and out of your body, also. And out of your body. Okay. Right. Next question is from Seja. What alien race is my blood, Rh negative, connected with? And would you please mm-hmm. expand more on my connection with the Andromedans? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sija.
3: Thank you. Uh, Rh uh, negative uh, dates back to. Uh, and mm, input from some of the uh, off planet alien uh input into uh the um human genome uh, you may find being r h negative uh that you have a higher tolerance for radiation and that you I don't need as much oxygen in your blood, um, and, um, some of the people that are RH negative have a tendency to wish to smoke, uh, to limit the amount of oxygen in the blood because uh, they do better with the lesser amount of oxygen in the blood, um... You do have Andromeda past experience and have come here as a wanderer. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Next question is from John Siborowski. And here's a question about what is called. Junk DNA. Is there anything in our junk DNA that gives humans the ability to change our reality? If so, can you explain how does that work?
3: Thank you. Junk DNA is not really junk DNA as the that are called uh junk DNA uh, 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 in individuals in various degrees of uh, activation, and when they are truly activated, they can connect you with other worlds. They can uh, make you more um, open towards influences from star groups, from the uh energy coming from the hunam ku uh which would make you uh, more psychic uh more telepathic uh, thank you
1: thank you and um what's normally considered junk dna is the DNA strands above the seventh strand. In other words, there's 12 strands, and five of the strands, as I understand it, go into the levels above your body, and the other strands connect to levels inside your body. Am I correct there?
3: Uh, it isn't just above your head, but um, when your um, upper strands, your, your higher strands of DNA are available, uh, it is uh, within your auric field that uh, the DNA is more open uh, to projecting and receiving uh, signals uh, at, a, at a higher frequency Uh, So, you have more perception, more uh, potential connection with the higher sources and with energies from other worlds.
1: Thank you. There is a relationship, and we've talked about this before, and I thought I would get a current uh, clarification energy of the universe projects into our chakra systems and I read recently the chakras really don't exist other than be a, a location where energy from the universe is projected into our bodies is is that accurate
3: It's reversed what they're, they're saying I mean the um the energies within the chakras interact with is the surrounding uh environment, and one wouldn't exist without the other uh but uh you have a center say in your heart chakra, and that that is a center for um giving and receiving of uh, energies to do with the heart, Um, it is uh, interactive. One does not exist without the other. Um, It works together.
1: Okay. And, you know, Terry and I had an interesting conversation about her friend, John, who she was with him when he died and was aware of the tunnel of light coming down and him choosing to go up it, and there was an angel that was pulling on him to go up.
3: It was not pulling so much as it was guiding him. Standing guiding by, him. she directing him.
1: And I think that was an unusual experience for someone. Most people would end up Dying and being in the astral before they had an opportunity to build up the tunnel of light. Or perhaps people could access the higher realms on the other side without the tunnel of light. So, is that accurate?
3: It is a very interesting thing that um, John Sanborn and his friends, who were very philosophical and interested in spiritual questions and a very caring group of people, all ascended into the heaven realm, and all got together uh, on that side. Uh, whereas other individuals, um, some of whom uh, you have talked to on your calls, were interested even in uh, going there. Many okay. people, when they pass over. Our Still concerned with the physicality, their uh, location, their family, their uh, affairs, their uh, properties, uh, their friends, their family, and uh, they would prefer to stick around in the physical realm.
1: Can we ask how our friend Troika is, who recently passed?
3: America is uh, doing very well she is uh still um, uh, wishes fervently that someone could handle her um affairs uh meaning her uh un-filled orders or problems with her orders and making sure that her um, properties properly uh, moved to uh, her son, and that uh, all orders are completed and, and all of her business affairs uh, are handled to a close. And, uh, other than that, she is uh, moving into a light very nicely.
1: Okay. has she has she met with other people?
0: I'm oh, sorry
1: you know in this realm she was connected with Saint Germain and did that connection extend? Saint
3: Germain is, is with her and this is very comforting.
1: Oh good okay um, that's how let me just see if there's any more last minute questions. I'm letting everybody know, particularly if you're on BBS, um, particularly if you're on BBS, excuse me, i just reading, checking for last-minute questions, that the sources we talk to, and you've heard them just now, are able to be with us energetically on our whole planet healing call, which we're going to move into in just a moment. We don't question them, but we create a group energy and we move our group energy around the planet to attempt to create more positive outcomes. on A lot of the things that are going on right now which are very uh a seesaw, as you might notice, and a lot of negative... And you negative. are having
3: a very good effect. We are having a very good effect, as we are with you.
1: Yes. Yeah. Tell, tell, since we're on BBS, tell us how we affect uh, the planet when we do whole planet healing
3: Individuals on your side are calling for a certain outcome or result, your request gets put into the whole. The more people that request, the more input is given, the more weight given to that request. Requests such as yours are not listed and are carefully considered and put into the whole as you are not the only group that are calling for certain outcomes. It is put together. They are weighted and they have an effect, the calling of the negative is also considered. And the calling of the positive is more weight per request than um, the... in the number of calling, has more weight than um, a weight put in by a negative, as there are more individuals cited generally with a calling positive calling than with a negative calling. Although there can be a negative in very great strength that or an intention that can um, put in his call and can um, be balanced by a number of positive people calling who don't have as great an attention. It is all weighted and considered. Uh, also, uh, the it is not only the people that are calling, but the Earth's spirits and Mother Earth and um factors within the earth and and the insects, although they do not have a the same vocabulary they have intention. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for explaining that. If you're on b b s don't leave or I mean, don't let me tell you what to do, but consider not leaving. And and hang on for our whole planet healing call, and it makes a difference if you're there. Many people feel energy on the call, and many people feel uplifted after the call is over. They feel the spirit, and it moves depressions and anxieties, and there's a peaceful vibration. And and Leah people that come every day. And it's kind of like a family feeling. So on that note, don't go away. Um, when we, I am going to hang up We're on my phone line on our conference call, and I'm going to redial in to Whole Planet Healing. And there's people already there checking in. So you'll hear that because VBS radio is going to switch to our other conference line. So, thank you for being here. And thanks to everybody for asking questions. And um, let me just
3: see here. Unmute.
2: All right, you're on BBS Radio.
3: Hi, Roger.
7: BBS Radio, come on in. Hi, BBS. Welcome to call. Would you like to say your name and location? Roger in
1: Austin.
3: Hi. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. And who? And Jeannie in such a Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi.
7: Hi,
4: everybody. Welcome to
7: call. Would you like to say your name and location? I'm from Las Vegas. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, (laughs) everyone. I guess it went over on the 6 o'clock call, sounds like.
0: Welcome mm-hmm. to college. you yeah.
7: like, say your name and location.
1: <laughs> but only if you want to.
5: <laughs>
7: well, you welcome anyway. That's we right. welcome everyone. <laughs> <That's
5: right. laughs> Where's Antonio?
7: I don't know. Probably sleeping.
3: Maybe
7: oh still on the other call. God. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Antonio never go never stays on the other call. He always comes over here early to, to yeah, greet yeah, everybody. So. Yeah, welcome to call. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Win in Sedona. Hi, Wynn, Welcome to call. There's another caller. Would you like to say your name and location?
3: Winn Hi, Janine
7: from Salt Lake City. Hi, Janine,
6: hi, and dear, hi, Terry.
4: Hi,
7: Janine. Hi, Terry. Hello. Oh.
6: Anyone, oh. anyone else? Alicia in Madison. Hi, Alicia.
7: Hi, okay. Alicia.
0: Hi,
6: Alicia.
7: Is, there, is, is this... Welcome to call, would you everybody? like to say your name and location?
4: Hi, it's Bonnie in California. Hi, hi Bonnie. 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 Welcome hi,
7: to the call. <laughs> you know, Anybody else?
0: I so need to say
3: the name of the Hi, the Los Hi, guys. hi. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Happy Wednesday.
0: Thank you. Happy Thank you. You
7: too.
3: Wednesday, yes. Happy New You. <laughs> and 522.
7: <laughs> and if you're still on BBS,
1: here we are again.
7: I think BBS came over, so welcome
5: BBS. Yeah, they did.
1: Yeah.
5: All right.
0: I thank all of you for being here.
7: Welcome to call. Would you like to say your name and location?
1: Hi, my name is Richard. I'm calling from Fairfield, California.
7: Hi,
1: Richard. Richard,
3: Richard, Richard. Richard. welcome. well, Welcome, welcome. Thank
1: you. Richard, have you been here before? No, um this is my first time. I was uh introduced by Eric. Wow. Eric?
5: By Eric. Excellent. Awesome.
7: Uh, well, we're so sure glad to have you with us. Thank you so
5: Absolutely. much. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yeah. and we're about to get going on this uh hopefully healing episode today. Is
1: Jackie yep.
6: present? I am. Fantastic. So again I thank
1: you all for being here. I'm gonna mute the phone mic and then the ja- J- Jackie. I know what you're gonna Jackie? say. Yes. <laughs> I kinda <of> like I like <laughs> I like it when we're on BBS. Uh if not, I just do a few words of intro. If it create
0: Absolutely. a
4: segue, and then I'll
1: turn it over to you, okay? Muted. Hello, everybody. All this right. is...
0: Oh, hold on second. Oh, a Here we go. Okay. January 5th. Here we go. The
1: recording
6: has started.
1: This is January 5th, 2022, and this is our whole planet healing goal. And, you know, we do this call every day. And we are anchoring energy on this call in multiple dimensions. Well, let me just say, I'm pretty sure we're doing that. I can't, I can't, I can't prove it, but we have so many phenomena that happens as a result of our work. And if you can just imagine while you're on this line, we have an energy you have an energy that if you can be sensitive to it, is descending on you and lifting your own vibrations. And this energy that you're feeling is the energy of these Interdimensional sources on the other side that are very powerful and historically have often been interpreted as God when they people felt their presence in our group, they're not representing themselves as God. they would say. They are our higher dimensional friends. And they have made themselves totally available to us in a very unusual way to occur in this dimension. And many people who come to our calls make their own unique connection. Because what happens is when you make the connection, it starts to, not for everybody, but for the people that, um, how would I say it, are sensitive to it, it starts to accelerate your evolutionary path as a human. It starts to speed up your vibrations. It starts to make you wiser because we have the most incredible answers to questions that have been going on for years. And when I started out, I was a skeptic. I said, can they really be who they say they are? And I don't mind anybody being a skeptic. In fact, I prefer the people are skeptics and check, it, check us out carefully, and it passes their muster rather than, say, have faith, okay? And and you don't need to have faith to make this work for you. You need to be curious to see if what I'm saying holds together and if you can have some kind of personal experience. And if you do, you'll keep coming back. Because right now, things are going crazy in the world. It's hard to find anything as stable as this call. I'm not saying there isn't something. But what's, what's, what's unique about this call is you don't have to leave your home. You don't have to go to another location. You don't have to be part of a group. You don't have to pay any money. You show up, and the energy starts to shift. And they start to come in and connect with you. And they, they're really connecting with you personally. You're not my audience, and I'm not creating this experience. Uh, you are We are all souls gathering. And gathering for a higher purpose to create more positive outcomes for our planet, which also includes more positive outcomes for ourselves. And Jennifer is going to navigate this. We have about four different, five different sections and different people who are all volunteers and In most cases, we haven't met each other. We started doing this and people kept showing up and we've gotten to know each other on a deeper level than we might even know our own family. And I'm not saying you shouldn't know your family, but I know it works that way because this is a soul level connection that's being created. So I turn it over to Jennifer.
6: Or Jackie?
1: Jackie, yes.
6: Thank you, Wim. That was a a really nice introduction. And I just wanted to mention that you were talking about the sources. Um, If you heard the prior hour, the sources you heard through Terry are the same sources that join us on this whole planet healing call. And they have indicated that they are adding their energy to our requests on this call for healing primarily the planet, but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us. And we always keep in mind that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be observed. Now, we officially begin the call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, Who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work, along with a shielding from any negative interference? Cecil.
7: Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the One Infinite Creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on PBS radio, and any negativity be taken to the highest and greatest to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy the Milky Way, to our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie.
6: Thank you so much, Cecil. Winfrey and Terry Brown are both with us on this call every night. And uh, after the invocation, they take a few minutes just to share some of their thoughts with us. So, Wynn, come on back here.
1: Here I am. Well, all I can say is this is a fly-by-night association. <laughs> it started out in the middle of the night. And, um, Terry woke me up and said, get the tape recorder out. And I said, what? She said, just do it. And a voice came through her and started talking to me. And they just said, ask us questions. And I had no idea what was going on. And I thought Terry might be, uh going nuts. <laughs> I had known Terry for a long time, and I always thought that. I wasn't sure about her. And we had a conversation, and then they said, well, you could contact us anytime you want. So, over the next few months, I started talking to them and asking questions. Who are you? What can you do? How is it a benefit to connect with you? And they were answering these questions really masterfully. And then we started having miracles. And um, I asked them, was Terry ever anybody famous? And they said, look up in a past life. And I said, look up St. Catherine of Siena. And I googled St. Catherine of Siena, and I found the story of this young woman who would go into the local church in Siena, Italy. They would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. When she died, her channelings were all compiled, became a classic of Catholic literature. It was called... St. Catherine's Dialogues with God, and it's still on Amazon. And Terry happened to be the spitting image of St. Catherine. And what I learned was that people look like their past lifetimes. Because when you die, your soul carries your DNA, and um, and when it enters a new fetus, It starts programming the new fetus with the old DNA. And you still have your parents' DNA and all kinds of other DNA. But if you had a strong expression, they tend to look like your past life. And Terry is an angelic presence. And you heard her channel if you were on BBS in the last hour. And she's going to say hello right now. And I turn it over to Terry. And then you're going to hear... Bonnie read one of the sessions we had done where the Elohim talk about themselves. And go ahead, Terry.
3: Hi, everybody. Yeah, I remember that lifetime as a uh, captain, and I was so uh, irritated in that lifetime because it seemed like the bishops and the priests, they had more concern about their what they wore and how they were coming across and how many following they had, and they kind of lost the message of uh, love thy neighbors, as thyself and uh, care about the people. They kind of lost it in uh, all of their um, other desires for fame and following. It was pretty ir- irritating to interface with them. <laughs> anyway, I remember, and I was trying to get the church back to its basic beliefs. Um, anyway, um, so in, in this lifetime, what I'm doing is I'm interfacing with um, a couple of higher groups, the Elohim and the group and um they are bringing you answers to uh, people's questions and how things works and how and whens questions uh and uh I am learning a tremendous amount and another thing that's happening is my vocabulary is getting better <laughs> and so um I give you back to um I
1: just wanted to say one thing. The Elohim group and the Ra group are not just higher groups. The Elohim group is the highest group in the universe that I know of that interfaces with our realm. And they've never had bodies. They're like pure energies. They can expand into as big as a galaxy and as small as an atom. They can rearrange geometries and cause shifts to happen that look like miracles. And they're paying attention to everybody on this call. And they're not coming through the phone line. They say that all the time. They come to you individually. You're hearing our voices on the phone line. But they're paying attention vibrationally to people, and that's why people get an uplifted um energy on this call and um, we're very lucky to have Terry being dedicated to this work and I turn it back to Jackie
6: thank you so much both Terry and Wynne. you know if you were on the prior hour you heard a small sample of the kind of information that is on thespiritchannel.net, where there are thousands of channeled messages archived. And uh, when you go there, you can put in the search, search engine um, a topic of interest that you might have, and up will come all of the messages that deal with that. So it's Fascinating place to go and check out what we're doing now. Get on over there, but not now because we are going to check on Bonnie from Corona, California, who's next on our call. And as Win mentioned, she goes through these archives or compatible resources and chooses something of an interest to read to us. So, Bonnie. What do you have for us
4: tonight? Hi, thank you. You know, we're on this call every day, and you get so used to just being a part of this work. But every once in a while, I get a big whoomph of reality, and I just want to say how grateful I am for all of you uh, who are doing this. We're all together, and how grateful I am to have Terry to help facilitate our communications with the higher sources. Very grateful for that. Thank you. So we are going to read a portion of a transcript from a call, a Wednesday night call, that took place August 22, 2012. And the question that someone had submitted was, can we start anew with the new shift of energy, changing our past, learning from past mistakes, and keeping the past in the past? Is our guilt enough as a burden to learn a lesson, be forgiven, and move on with our life in an honest, clear way? And Raan through Carrie gives us uh, an answer. Uh, The first answer, the first part of the answer, would be that when one is totally in present time and is tracking with the energy of the moment, without attention caught up and hung up on the past or on the future then they can move forward with the most attention on their present circumstances in ascertaining based upon what is presented to them and what they are creating, what their next best step will be, and how to interact and coordinate with their surroundings. When one is experiencing guilt, And it is a sort of a remorse for something that they have done or have not done or something they have failed at. When they are experiencing this, they are looking at something within the past. This can be good to look at to determine for the present how they may wish to respond to similar circumstances and reset themselves, that they will build that into their current mode of operation so that they do not make the same mistake again for which they feel remorse or the desire for correction. When one is experiencing guilt, then they can observe Look at the circumstances of what has happened and what has triggered this, or what has caused this to happen, and what their part has been, and even before that, why they might have acted or not acted in the way that they did. In that way, their response, their action for which they feel guilty about, or their lack of action, they will begin to understand better why that has happened. So if there is something that has triggered that, then they can review their own mode of operation, their own thought processes, and understand better how they got into that circumstance in the first place. By understanding what has happened there, and what that is, then they can have an easier time of dismissing it. Once they can dismiss it and know the pattern or the reasons for the mistake, as reasons, they can then move past that. Then they can look at each circumstance as it is from present time and not carry that guilt any longer but reset themselves to operate in the mode of the present and at the best response at any one time. We hope that helps. And as always, the wisdom in their answers is incredible. And I will turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you all.
6: Thank you. Thank, thank you so much, Bonnie. Well, in our, the next portion of our call, we are going to join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic events that have occurred on our planet. We do this because our sources have asked us to keep them informed as well as ourselves, and they will add their energy to our efforts to soothe Mother Earth have also advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness. So as Jennifer guides us over the Earth's surface to each area of activity, let's gather our group energy and focus that calming energy to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. And I would like to invite Mother Earth to
5: follow us as we journey around the globe. And she can increase our intent for home. First place we're going to look at tonight is Hawaii, the big island. And we do have had a very good day there, actually. A little bit of an uptick. We had a 3.8 near Pahala. And there were um, it was a 2.0 up on Mauna Loa. Other than that, it was just all scattered rumblings. Um, nothing out of the ordinary other than 3.8. So let's just take a quick moment and send our calm to the island and the undersea volcanoes and the hot spot. The Hawaii sits upon. And any fracture zones, any fault lines, anything that affects seismically, volcanically the island and just send our calm. And now we're going to move southward down towards the New Zealand area. And New Zealand proper, that's the North and South Island, we had a 3.7 on the North Island, very low levels on the South Island. Moving northward along the Kermadec Trench, we had a 5.0. And then now we're going to turn towards the... West, and we're still following the fault line. We actually had uh, a pair of 5.3 at the Loyalty Islands. Continuing to Vanuatu, we had a 5.2. Continuing along that line to Papua New Guinea, we had a 4.9. And south of Papua New Guinea in Australia, Western Australia near, it was like southeast of Perth, it was a 4.0. And that's a little bit unusual for them. They don't have a lot of seismic activity there. Um, That whole plate, though, the Indo-Australian plate is shifting, and it's just getting pressure from every angle. So we send that entire plate calming. And then moving over into Indonesia, we had a plethora of fours. Uh, 4.6 was the largest I could find and less than that. Continuing northward now towards the Philippines, 4.6. Taiwan, 4.9. Japan, 4.4. And then the area of Kamchatsky, where the Aleutian Islands come out and meet their... The corner, kind of where the um, two trenches meet. We had a pair of 5.4s right there. And then north of that, way up above Asia, um, the other day we had a 5. Point something here, and we had one today 5.1. It's called the Laptev Sea, and it is north of Russia, way up. <laughs> Like at the top of the world. And then we're going to come across those Aleutians. And we had a pretty, pretty decent day there. Um, we have 3.8 in the peninsula, and then out on uh, Kodiak Island, 3.9. So that remains to be seen. Uh, that may change with these fives on the other side of the Aleutian Trench. So we send calm along that trench. Moving down into Washington, we had Mount St. Helens just doing some rumbling, and not much more. Moving down into California, um, the Mendocino Triple Junction is active again today. We just had a 4.6 and some other activities out there. There was a 3, there was a 4.6, there was 2.8. There was just like a little swarm out there partially on the land, partially in the sea. So let's send that area lots of calm. Now let's move down through California. We had uh, the usual suspects, the geysers are rumbling. San Andreas Fault all the way down and calm. And Southern California, everything was under two. You guys fared pretty well today. And moving over to the eastern side of the state, Deep Springs, it's called, and this area is south, or I'm sorry, north of Ridgecrest. We had a 4.8. Directly north of Deep Springs is Mina, Nevada, and they had a 4.8. Connected? Mm. And Mina, Nevada today had, every day they have swarming, but usually it's so low that I don't bring it up. But today, they uh, really kind of overdid it with the 4.8. And there was a lot of other activity in the area. And then we're going to move up to take a look at Yellowstone. We had a 2.5. And Yellowstone Lake had a little swarm going. It was quite low level, but there was like five little earthquakes in the area. And then I also want to mention West Texas continues to swarm. Today, we had 3.3 and less. Uh, but that area, every single day, is in the, the uh, mix. And then we had another, <laughs> another earthquake in Lake Erie. It was a 1.9, and the reason I mention it is because it's a really odd thing to have happen. And then we're going to move down into Mexico. We had 4s, 4.4, 4.2. In the Gulf of California, we had a 4.0. Down to Guatemala, we did not have any earthquakes, but we had fuego erupting, and then the rest of the way down through South, or Central America was all three, all the way down through. And then we're going to come down, um, oops, come down to South America, and Colombia had Nevado del Ruiz erupting, but no seismic. Ecuador, no seismic, but Sanjay and Reventador erupting. Peru had a 4.1, and Sabancaya erupting. Chile had a 4.2, and Argentina also had a 4.2. And then moving all the way to the south of to the southern tip of South America, and this there was a 5.8, and they're calling this the Southern Pacific Ocean. And I'll tell you, it is on the other, like the west side of the Scotia Plate, where we have the South Shetlands and the South Sandwich Islands, which is always busy. So there's pressures going on down there. And then as we move up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, 3.6 in South Africa. I noticed there has been a little bit of an uptick going on in Africa with, um, there is a volcano. I didn't, mention it tonight, but there's a volcano that I will mention tomorrow that is uh, filling its lake with lava, so we may have activity there. And then we're going to move up to the Strait of Gibraltar, 3.3, and still swarming. Actually, um, Europe was pretty good today. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot worth mentioning, 3.9 in Bosnia, 5.1 in West Turkey, 4.2 4.2 in Nepal, and a 4.7 in China. And then that brings us back to where we started. And I'd like to thank everybody. If you're on BBS, and you're not familiar. We do this every night just to try to calm Mother Earth.
6: And I'll send you all back to Jackie. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, in just a few moments, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization where he addresses many of the other issues that concern us. But first, the phone lines will be unmuted and you have the opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. And thank you all so much for your contributions tonight. Unmuted. Hi, I'm
3: really asking for help with the putty training for my Coco and my Sophie and kind of at my wit end with Coco, and also for, I've been coughing, I would like some help with that, please, and for the fruition of romantic relationships.
6: Thank you.
1: I would like to put into a light enhancement of all the energy systems in operation on our beautiful mother Earth with a life-giving and life-supporting energies, frequencies, and vibrations. I would like to ask for a great effort in protecting the world peace at all times, and I would like to ask for a complete and total separation of our human family from harmful AI at all times. For the highest greatest good. Thank you so much. Tom in San Jose, asking for <clears throat> support and protection for Sydney Powell and Mike Lindell and for Mike's lawsuit. Thank you.
5: Hi, this is Jennifer. I would like to put everybody on this call, including our guests from BBS, um, into the healing list for whatever the individual's need is. I'd also like to extend this to our families, our loved ones and also our pets. I would also like to mention Winnie and Terry, that we all send them love, light, energy, that they can maintain their health and their vigor to do this work because it takes a lot of energy. I'd also like to mention prayers for Cecil and Betty, Monica and Larry, Lauren in Washington, Thomas and Jose, White Dove and Willow, and Phyllis and Joe T both in Washington, Antonio Jr., Antonio Sr., and Abby, Robert, who is Cecil's son, who is recovering from COVID, Hyatt, Kathleen, Mimi, Maxalina, and I'd like to throw myself in there as well, all for healing. Thank you so, so, so much. Very grateful. Thank you. This is
6: Jeannie and Citrus Hyatt. I want to place in the light the awakening of the human family. I ask the Elohim to help to bring us to a state of clarity in our vision and our inner knowing of what is true and what is not true
3: in our life.
6: As we all come closer and closer to understanding what is true and real versus what is illusion, There will be less and less divisiveness within our human family. Let it be so. Thank you.
4: Muted.
1: This is Moon, and um, we're going to start our visualization. And I heard somebody breaking in like they wanted to say something. And I think it was Abby. So, Abby, we got to be fast tonight because we're on VBS radio. But I'll unmute you for a moment if there's something like you'd like to put into this field. So let me see if I can find you here. Hang on. There we go. Abby, are you there? hmm Did you want to say something? No. Okay. Well, nice to have you. Okay. Uh, maybe you were talking to somebody in the background. Okay. Okay. So, what we have here is a group energy. And if I stop talking and you listen to the space... Or feel the space, and you feel an energy that just might be the energy we're creating with our sources on this call. And we are now going to surround our planet with this energy, keeping in mind that that seems fairly preposterous from a human point of view, but the Elohim group, has explained, they can expand as big as a galaxy, so they certainly can expand to surround our planet. They don't violate free will. Even the negative activities, they don't force anything, but they create opportunities, potentials. And when they can do something where they're not infringing on someone else's free will, they can cause something to happen that will most definitely look like a miracle in this realm. So, when we go through this visualization, we don't know always when something is for the highest good or honoring free will. And in certain cases, I know, especially with the negative, that it doesn't that they can't, and and the negative can be very bad, but they can they can't just bully the negative, or if they could bully them, they they don't. They choose not to. One time, I asked them why don't you just knock off all the negative and then we'd have a happy planet? And they answered and said they would just come back in a future lifetime and do the same thing. And um, there needs to be a preponderance of positiveness and positive requests for them to justify doing something miraculous like that, and so we're surrounding our planet, and it's kind of like he's got the whole world in his hands, and we focus on the humans who are predominantly serviced to others. we go to the children and the young people who are the hope for the future. and we ask that they can become wise and discerning to play their own part in the upliftment of planet Earth. We go to the animals and the pets and particularly the pets that help keep their owner's chakras open. And uh, we go to the plant life, from trees to grass and everything in between, which takes in the energy of the higher realms and moves it through the leaves, the stems, the trunks, and the roots into the earth. We go to the minerals and rocks which hold energy in them in a very stable fashion. we go to the insects and particularly those species that are part of the cycle of nature that keeps everything in balance, like the bees, and we ask for the preservation of those species in this period of time. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We now go through the surface of the Earth into the interior of the Earth, and we move into the energy field of the Earth, which takes up the entire interior of planet Earth and then penetrates through to the surface, so all humans... Are in the energy of Earth. And the Earth has to process humans. And sometimes that creates pain and suffering. So we're going to send healing to the Earth. We send gratitude to the Earth. For giving us this experience of having bodies on our surface. We go to the energy waves that travel through the earth and terminate in earthquakes and volcanoes, or potential earthquakes and volcanoes. And we send calm energy. We go back to the surface of the earth and take a moment and send energy to the sun and thank the sun, who is like the king of the solar system, for keeping it all together and I don't usually do the sun, but I asked our sources today if that would be a good idea, and they said yes, so I'm doing it. And also, the earth spirits, which are second-density energy forms that kind of monitor specific areas of our planet and hold energy for those areas. We go to the earthquake fault lines, which are the earthquakes for the future, as opposed to Jennifer did, the earthquakes and the volcanoes of today in the last 24 hours. And we're going to put columns of light on each earthquake zone. We start out with the ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean, a huge area going from Asia and, and Russia and Alaska down through North America, Canada, United States and Mexico and South America. And we send calm energy to this entire area. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. And we send out a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter, penetrating through the ground and bringing calm energy. We go to the mid-Atlantic fault line, which stretches from the North Pole through Iceland and down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean as far as the tip of South America. We put a longitudinal column of white that penetrates Through the water, into the land underneath the water, and we send calm energy. And we ask our sources to help us zero in on all of the other fault lines everywhere on our planet and send this calm energy to each one, and any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth needs to release energy can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet, we talk about the coronavirus and its mutations, and we ask that it can be rendered harmless. We ask that the immune systems of humans can be strengthened, and we ask that the toxins in vaccines can be transmuted. We ask for an increase in the awareness of humans, awareness and discernment as to what's happening on our planet in present time. And there are huge agendas going on, negative agendas. There is news media, which is misinformation and disinformation, and the information is available as to what's going on. If people will research it or it comes to their eyes, the um, alternative news, which is reporting on all of this. So we ask that people be exposed to that and look at it without prejudice and make their own decisions. We ask that more. Humans become aware of the existence of higher dimensional intelligence and their ability to help this realm and make requests for such assistance. We go to the people that suffer in this realm, and we ask for the Christ energy to be available to them, that they might reach for it, and it can help alleviate their suffering. And we ask that the causes of suffering can be ameliorated, eliminated when it's possible for the highest good of all concerned, We go to droughts and we ask for rain in all of those areas that are experiencing droughts, particularly the areas that are populated and the areas where animals need drinking water. We go to the governments of our planet. And we ask for compassionate leadership with qualities of benevolence, empathy, courage, wisdom. can inspire people and make them feel safe. And if not the governments of today, we project this for the governments of tomorrow. We ask for Um, interventions, that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off, and any toxic elements in food, air, water, or medicine be transmuted
6: and rendered
1: harmless. Finally, we bring the energy back to ourselves. We see those energy flows of the Christ energy and the grace energy coming down through the universe and through the galaxies and arriving on our personal rooftop where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through, and if we're comfortable, we invite this energy into our home, let it move through our entire home, transmuting any negativity. We invite this energy through our body and through our chakra system, breaking down barriers and Opening our energies up, expanding our energies into our home and our environment and our friends and our sphere of influence, and lifting those vibrations. And on that note, we are ending the verbal part of our call, and we leave the lines open For those of you that want to stay here as long as you like and contemplate on these energies, we'll remind you that each of you is an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily experiencing these bodies on planet earth, and we are all learning how to bring the energy and love of the higher densities into this realm. I thank everyone for being here. I thank all those people who are volunteering to help make this call be what it is. And we will see you next time.
6: This session is no longer being recorded.